Hi, and welcome to the SJ Childs Show. I'm your host, SJ Childs. SJ Childs Show brings value to families through education, resources, and lots of laughs. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can also find our special children's books at sjchilds.org. Thank you for all of those who have hosted me on your podcasts. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the SJ Child Show. I'm your host, SJ Childs, and today my guest is Maya Metzel. Maya has a company where she provides support to families and kids, and I'm going to go ahead and let her tell you all about it. Hi, Maya. Thanks so much for being here today. Hello. Thank you for having me on. This is wonderful. So, <laughs> so nice. uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. It's so hard. You can't, the Zoom things, they er, er, cut you out if you do anything wrong, yeah. don't they? <laughs> Sometimes there's a little delay too, so it's hard. Yeah, no, please go ahead and introduce yourself and, and tell us about your your businesses that you run. Okay. Well, my name is Maya, like Sarah said, and I actually, by trade, back in the day, was a special ed teacher, and then life happens, and sometimes it throws you a wake-up call, <laughs> and that's how I took it anyways. My mom got diagnosed with uh, stage three breast cancer. And she said she didn't want to do anything. She knew where she was going. And I was at peace with that. But that's truly when I believe the Lord like dropped a divine idea into my mind and was like, what about natural stuff? And I was like, what? I never, I was a fast food person. did not like water. I was a (laughs) typical like Western lifestyle eater. (laughs) And so I, I started my pivot. And I went home after that phone call with my mom and started looking online at like natural stuff. I didn't even know what to type in. And that's where it all began. I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I can do to make myself feel better. Like there's so many things in my own power that I can do. And so that was five and a half years ago. And so about a year and a half ago, it just got to the point to where I applied for my own business license because I'm just such a huge advocate now for natural health and just really being able to be empowered and know that you can do things on your own and you don't have to do it overnight. You can do it in baby steps. So my business is called Baby Steps with Maya because it really is about grace but also having that grit to push yourself out of your own comfort zone to do better and to be more intentional. And so that business there is I've created a program for moms that helps uh, the moms specifically implement simple systems with their spouse and with their kids so that that way as a family, you can build a foundation to really be able to move forward. And the stuff we teach in the program is super simple and very sustainable. And it's very kid-friendly. And so we talk about different aspects because everything doesn't just start in the kitchen. Mm. There's actually a lot of stuff that we um, need to address when it comes to trying to change habits. And so we focus on four core habits. 
And then I've created a kids course too, which the moms in the program get access to. So the kids can watch it with the food system that I teach on and how it affects your brain and your gut and your overall body. Wow. And then, uh, my other business is network marketing. So I have left the classroom now and my gosh, my heart goes out to the teachers who are teaching. (laughs) Bless their hearts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no longer teaching special ed, but I, I love that I'm able to work with moms in this way now in a variety of ways so that they can feel better and can get their kids on board. And the whole family just really is more empowered. So all of the, all the stuff that's happening now that I'm working on, I never would have imagined I'd be doing, but it's cool to see how it's just kind of evolved into new stuff. And I allowed that situation with my mom to really direct me in this to where I am. And so instead of becoming the victim of that, that situation, I just call it my bittersweet blessing. Yeah. So um, I'm forever grateful for it because I don't know if I would have done this on my own if it hadn't been for her diagnosis and her saying, I don't want to do anything. And then allowing that idea to sink in and really do something with it. And so there's so many moving parts and pieces that really, it's never just like one thing and you miss your opportunity. It's, um, it's a lot of little things. And so there's always a, there's always a chance to make a different choice. And so I feel very blessed that I am where I'm at now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I love how you're taking your experience as a teacher and now you're teaching families, right? You're teaching these families, these steps to take, because yeah, I completely understand and, and agree with you that there are so many strategies that we need to take to have better healthy habits in our homes and with our families as a whole because it's mm. really how you help your kids move forward. And I wanted to just say kudos to you because what an empowering, you know, uh, self-confidence that you're building and showing your kids, like, look, at, I, I'm a yeah. boss mom. I can do this. This is, you know, the, that's just what we are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, a little well. bit of shoulder. <laughs> Yeah. It's really, it's true though. Like you set the example for your kids. Kids learn more through observation than through information. Yeah, And so it's really important to not just talk at your kids. And so we talk about that in the program too, is it's one thing to tell your kid to eat that carrot or those vegetables, whatever they are on their plate versus actually showing them and talking and explaining because it goes hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. About why it's so yes. important. They're not going to, it's not going to be relatable until they actually start to feel better. And we, so we talk about listening to your body again, because a lot of us have kind of gotten disconnected from that. We just kind of almost mindlessly, right? Just habitually mm-hmm. grab for certain foods or drive through certain places. And it's, I mean, our lives are so overwhelming and yeah. overstimulating that it's no wonder we kind of succumb to what's easiest because yeah. I mean, my goodness, how much stress and overwhelm can a person handle? It's so, <laughs> so true. It's so true. Yeah. I get why so many people just, and cause I was there too. I yeah. would do what was quick, what was easy. I knew it was good. It would set off those 
chemical reactions in my body because it brought back those pleasurable feelings. Like I knew what I was getting and I knew I was going to enjoy it, even though I was going to crash an hour after. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I think that you'll be so glad and proud to know that both of my younger children have never been to a McDonald's in their lifetime, nine and 11. And they've neither of them. Grandma took the daughter, our daughter through drive-thru. And I think she got a Sprite and an ice cream once. And those are the only two items that she has ever had. And after she did that, I told her, don't ever take her there again. That is not what we're teaching them. We're teaching them how to eat differently than what we grew up taking, making the choices to eat. And it was through a lot of live and learn. You know, my husband and I kind of thinking, do we want our kids to, you know, let's, we went through kind of this healthy thing. I mean, obviously we're, we're not unhealthy, but you know, you go ups and downs, I think sometimes through phases in your lives as families. And we were just really, really trying to focus on, um, how to help our son with autism. That's, I think what kind of the drive was behind was helping him with his diet choices and, and things like that. And then it just, evolved, which no harm done, right? (laughs) No, no kids eating greasy burgers or fries or anything. And, you know, yeah, we've taken them. There's a couple places that are a a little more healthy not that they're, you know, not fast food still, but they have had a couple of experiences. So they're not like deprived of experiences or anything like that, but they also, you know, my nine-year-old gets up and fries herself an egg and toast and she likes to make her, you know, her own oatmeals and yogurts and and things like that. And she's just, she's such a cute, healthy little eater. I am so proud of her. (laughs) Yeah. And that's amazing too, when you start to do it and it becomes like, this is what we do, not just trying to drag the kids or the spouse along. It's like, no, we're a family that eats better, but allows ourselves from time to time to have something outside of that. And so this is who we are. It just is part of how you live and the identity. And it's just the understanding of knowing that it's okay to have something every once in a while, right. That might not be that we know may not be the healthiest choice, Yeah, but nobody's asking for perfection either. And so, uh, I mean, we do of ourselves. I don't, I, I wish we could break that just this super high expectation we put on ourselves. Um, especially as moms. Yeah. And so that's where a lot of the guilt comes from, but Anyhow, it's so cool to be able to see kids once they start to take ownership because they've been a part of the plan. They've been a part of the process and they're being allowed the space to be able to take control. Like you're letting her cook stuff. You're letting her do it. And so maybe even having to like push her in the beginning, you're going to start doing this because you're old enough and I want you to know how to cook. And use it. it was all her. <laughs> Come help me. Come help me. Friday. Come help me. That's awesome. Yeah. She's very, she's very independent. She's like our, the athlete of the, we, you know, we have the mathlete that my son that does all the the high amounts. And then we have the athlete and, and she's just so like, extra. She's so extra, like, and not in a dramatic, well, I'm not going to say that either, but you know, it, she's so like, she's good. Everything she does, she's 
good at. And I think yeah. that for some people, that's probably really frustrating, <laughs> you know, to see some of her peers that are like, can't do a back front, whatever handspring or something. And she's only taught herself on her trampoline, you know? And, and so she's just like, yeah, yeah. This, this cute human that, that does everything uh, to, to be better. And so I love it. I love what you said about teaching kids the why, because I agree. And in, I, like I said before, I have some children's books and in the back of each of those books are the why, what is a chromosome? Why does it matter? What, you know, those are so important for kids, right? Well, and really just starting age appropriately where they are and making either broad statements to like my preschooler. And so with my nine-year-old, she's much more inquisitive. And so we talk about just how it works in the body and what affects certain organs. And you might not feel a change right now, but if you keep eating this over time, then your body isn't able to work the way it was designed to, which was it's meant to do this. And so it starts to get too much of that and gets overloaded. And then it can't filter like a liver, for example, not being able to detox because of the overload of just years, right, of things. And so being able to just invite them in and trust them with this information, but then exemplify it, right? You've got to be able to show them yes. that both you allow yourself to have grace, you're not perfect, and you're just now a family who makes these choices most of the time. So yeah, kids they do want forefronted information because they want to be able to know what to expect. Kids don't do very well when they have no boundaries, right? When they don't know the rules or what's supposed to happen, they just kind of do whatever. And then kind of chaos (laughs) comes out of it or a little form of anxiety or uh, nerves. It, It can come out in a lot of different ways, but kids love information. They love boundaries, but they also love to be able to be independent, like your daughter initiating that. And then you allowing her to be able to do that. That's you allowing her to explore an interest. And, you know, I know I taught, but the school system is maybe not the most, uh, it doesn't really, it's not designed to foster that. Yeah. It's, we're going to learn this subject and this subject, and we're going to learn it in this way. And this is what you're going to do versus allowing a child to express more of what they like and then being able to explore that more. So I love that you're doing that at home because it does, it It builds her up. It's going to build her confidence and she's going to be able to feel like a part of the family. She's not scared to ask you these things or being shooed away or yeah. whatever. No, it's yeah. amazing. I've to see, and they're, they're all amazing, but you know, of course, but it's, it's so great when they start to emulate those actions. Um, you know, when I was writing the children's books, my husband is so great. He put this here. He must've known this is one that she illustrated on her own when she was eight years oh, old. Cute. She illustrated this book. And I published it for her. And now she is a published illustrator at eight years old. And what a great thing that she wanted to follow in my Mm -hmm. footsteps. Well, not too long ago, within the last few weeks or something, both of our kids came in and recorded 
podcasts, little, oh, they recorded fine. little ses- sessions on their own. And yeah. it's just, oh gosh, it just makes me feel so happy that I'm hopefully being a good example to them in all the things that they could do. Yeah. It's really just a matter of allowing yourself to be creative again. Cause when yeah. we are born and kids, they're natural. I mean, we're natural creative beings. It's just the older we get, we start to fall into these systems and fall yes. into these patterns. And so we kind it's of forget stifled. about it. And yeah. Yeah, it does. It really, it kind of suppresses it. Yeah. And so then we start to think we're not creative. And because there have been things along the way, maybe somebody made a comment about something or maybe your job just doesn't allow for it. You've got a checklist. And so you're not allowed to really mm-hmm. have that opportunity to free think because creativity isn't just like graphic design yeah. or art. It is so much more than that. it's just thinking outside the box. Yep, exactly. It's Being just more curious, asking more questions and then allowing yourself to kind of explore it all. I love that. Oh, I think that that's a really amazing way to look at it. Being creative by just thinking about something outside the box. And I think that's something that we probably take for granted. And Mm -hmm. we do subconsciously or, you know, without really in having, you know, intention behind, but think of what you could do with the intention behind it. Um, it's so much even more powerful than that. So in going into creating it, right. And taking those steps next, I think that that's just fascinating. I love the work that you're doing with families and kids. And I think it's so important to empower families to be able to make these kinds of decisions together. Tell us where we can find you on social media and your websites, things like that. Okay. So, um, I am on Instagram and the handle is at baby steps for big results. I've debated on if I should do baby steps with Maya, but that's what it is. <laughs> baby <laughs> steps for it. big results on Instagram. And then I'm on Facebook as Maya Metzel. And, uh, my website needs a real big update, but if somebody wants to go to it, it's baby steps with And then the mom's program or the family program, it's, it's not like dads, our spouses are required to be on the Zooms. We do weekly Zooms. It's for moms, but uh, it does bring in the family. So that is going to be a summer school session sort of um, oh, that's cool. enrollment period. So we'll do our classes during the summer because the kids are out of school and prayerfully less stress is going on <laughs> because the kids can just go off and play and there's not yes. all these things to go to. So yeah, that'll be coming in the summer. And then the course is actually always available and that's on Thinkific. Um, and it's called back to basics health at home. Great. And then, yeah, and I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll make sure to have all of those links out in the description so that you know where to find Perfect. Maya and get any, you know, kind of information find out about these courses and really get some help for, um, strategies for your family and better healthy habits. Definitely one step at a time. That's right. Baby steps, baby steps with Maya. Thank you so much, Maya. I appreciate your time. Just honored to have you and helping, you know, spread the word of just how much a family can do for one another. Yeah. 
No, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely be keeping in touch. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Nothing alright now to ease your mind. Sit back, relax. There is no rush. No need to speed things up. All we have is time to think about the future. Forget about the past. Time to figure out a way to make this moment. Sunsets, I won't let you forget that I, I need you. Spring comes, spring goes forever. You will know that I, I love you.